Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and this is episode 47. With me, as always, Taylor Salen. Hey, yo. How's it going, everybody? And with us, as always, Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. And with us for the... On this iteration of the Second. podcast, the third time. That's right, the third time. Blaine Eichner. What's up? Hi. Thank you for having me again. Ah, you're welcome. I mean, you were... you're. You're sleeping on my couch. I don't think we had a choice. I guess technically we are sitting <laughs> on my bed right now. Yeah, we're sitting. We're yeah. sitting on your bed, so we did not have a choice. <laughs> but I am glad to have you on again. Blaine was on uh, a bunch of the original episodes of Pop Pop before we got professional. Yeah, it was just me with a little shitty. Like, just think about like the we did. We did it over USB, Skype. Over it Skype, was, the shittiest oh USB mic we could have ever purchased. Um, and we would Skype, and I wouldn't even patch the audio in. I would just Skype him, and the and like the record Skype sound would record back. into the microphone. That's really funny. It good. was shit. Hey, to be fair, I started podcasting with a rock band microphone, oh so anything's God. possible. Is, wait, what? Yeah. It was a USB <laughs> microphone, dude. It plugged right in, and it worked. The, uh, it worked. The game. Yeah, could, it worked okay, fine. You could gotcha. use that mic for other purposes? It, it worked fine. I couldn't believe it. I was. <laughs> it was a desperate time, and I tried it, and it worked, so I used it for like two years before I got the Yeti. That is honestly insane. Taylor, it has been over a minute and we have not gotten those sweet, smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Alrighty, uh, fuck. Blaine's here from Colorado. Yeah, to go to Desert Days, a music festival. Ooh, Who are you looking forward to most out there, dude? Um, I'm really stoked to see the Stereo Lab reunion. Cool, which I'm pretty pretty excited about. And um, Animal Collective, I've seen them a handful of times, but Animal I'm always happy to see them. Um, Flying Lotus is always a really good good set. Hell yeah. Crumb and Dive are going to be there, so lots of good stuff. Have not nice. heard of either of those last two. Yeah. Just kind of psychedelic shoegazy what? stuff. Shoegazy. Yeah. Would you say it was uh, me Mimo <laughs> <laughs> or Weed Emo? Blaine and I. No, it's psychedelic, man. <laughs> Blaine and I's uh, w- one of Blaine and I's favorite bands is called Mom Jeans. Oh, by the way, I'm going to mm. that concert. I know. On Monday. I know. So I'm you should try to, get your ticket. I'm gonna try to come. Um, so Mom Jeans. I guess Blaine told me that they have been labeled. Weed emo or memo, which is meme emo, which I hate that. <laughs> or sparkle punk. Sparkle punk is my. <laughs> sparkle punk is okay. Sparkle I feel punk like is my preferred. That's my aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Sparkle yeah. punk. That sounds, I, I like might weed have emo. to steal that. I'm happy for weed emo. That's my. Thing. <laughs> sparkle punk is my preferred <laughs> nomenclature for mom jeans. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. When I heard something else too, when I when I started to discover mom jeans, like I looked them up, and there was like some genre they gave to it, and I can't remember what it is now. But uh, but Sparkle Punk's pretty good. I like Sparkle Punk a lot. Yeah. Um, another favorite band of mine of, is uh, Charlie Bliss, and they describe themselves as Bubble Grunge, and I'm into that as well. Bubble Grunge. Yeah, <laughs> I like that name. Feel it. Um, Taylor, what's first on the agenda? Uh, so I guess first we, we really haven't, I've been watching a few things, but since, you know, we haven't really been watching too much and we podcasted very recently for once, 
Uh, we're going to jump right into the news. Yeah, we haven't even had much time to watch anything since the last episode, except for the main topic. You know what I mean? Like, we mm-hmm. saw Joker, so we're going to be talking about that today, later. Absolutely. Um, I have had zero time to talk about anything else, because humble brag, I was too busy shooting with Coldplay and Fred Armisen, so. Oh, hey, there That's you it. go. Yeah, it was super cool. They were shooting, like, a little sketch for their next uh, album, I guess, and so, like, Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein from Portlandia. That's awesome. We're doing like a fake press conference and they were playing every member of the audience, like asking them really ridiculous questions. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Nice. And like I'm I used to talk shit about Chris Martin and Coldplay, but like Chris Martin is like was like a really rad dude. He was like he was like super nice to everybody. Nice. So I guess I'm a Coldplay fan now. <laughs> it's done. Happened just like I guess, that. I guess I like Coldplay. You're just hanging out with Chris Martin on set. Yeah, no, it was super cool, and he yeah. would just like randomly start singing. So we got like free Chris Martin concerts. Wow, that's cool. It was great, dude. That's pretty good. <laughs> so jumping into the news, Fred Armisen's uh, doing a set at Desert Days, which is pretty pretty no cool. Oh, him, nice. yeah. him and Carrie played with Coldplay. Yeah. Wow, it was super cool. Yeah, that's it was rad. But that's what I've been watching. <laughs> that's what you've been up to. Um, so yeah, jumping into the jumping into the news, um, the first uh, thing that actually just broke this morning. Uh, Aquaman star Yahya Abdul-Mateen II oh, my favorite actor is of all time. joining The Matrix 4, which um, I guess uh, we've talked about on the podcast a few times now, but the first time it was brought up was actually the last episode Blaine was on. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. Fun pop pop Maybe tidbit. four months ago, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It was our Detective Pikachu episode. Yeah. What do you guys think about the news? Um, I haven't seen Aquaman. So I have yeah, no you idea. Have. You have you watched like a... I have not seen Aquaman. Oh, I thought I, th- I thought I tried Why to show Why the fuck would I have seen I tried Aquaman? to show it show it to you I and you fell not asleep. Seen <laughs> no. I thought I, I remember we got you really I got the I got you really stoned. We got really stoned it. and tried to watch Mission Impossible 2. Oh, no 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 no, it was it was that and then I Venom was the one I tried to show you. Oh, I fell asleep. So That's right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Um, no, I've not seen Aquaman cuz gotcha. it's a fucking DC so, movie. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen the second was also in Us in the beginning of Us, the boardwalk scene. He plays Lupita Nyong'o's father. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a small role in that movie. Okay. Um, he's also been in some other stuff. And, um, of course, uh, people naturally thought that this is young Neo. Or, sorry, no, young Neo. <laughs> wow. Young, young Morpheus. I was going to say young Morpheus because we know that this, uh, that Neo and Morpheus um, are going to be appearing in this movie. But there's also going to be, like, it's going to be set before the events of the first movie. So I guess it's really tough to say yeah. who he's playing at this point. But are they gonna have to do Keanu Reeves de aging for this bullshit? Maybe, or I just mean, or I they'll mean, hire someone else if they hire someone else for Morpheus. Dude, if they hire fucking someone hire else. someone else to play Neo, I will I know. riot. Make much sense, but <laughs> I will be so angry. About Maybe that. that's saying that he's not gonna be Morpheus then. Right. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty fucking racist to just say that he's gonna like just to assume he's gonna be young Morpheus because right. he's black. Like there can be other black characters in the Matrix. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. absolutely. And true. you know, if anything, maybe it could be um he could be playing uh, Morpheus's like father if it's a you know, a younger version of that character. So Yeah, or maybe yeah. he's not related to Morpheus at all and there I, are other which, black people in which, the universe. Which <laughs> again, I would prefer, but knowing that it's a sequel yeah, and knowing no. that it's going to follow the like potentially it. it's most likely I have a feeling that Keanu Reeves is going to only be in this movie a little bit if anything you at think all. So. And I think it's mostly going to revolve like I think Morpheus is going to be more of a main character. Huh. Um, just because he has more of a history and more to explore there, and, and Neo's just kind of like a computer hacker before the events of the first movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's my that's my thought. Uh, maybe maybe um, he's playing like uh, one of the maybe even a younger version of one of the characters like on the Nebuchadnezzar. 
You know what I mean? Like, um, or even a different crew member that we haven't met yet. So I don't know. We'll see. Blaine, are you a big fan of the matrix? I love the matrix. So how do you feel about this news? Oh, I mean, I, I'm not very familiar with this actor other than seeing him at the beginning of us. So Mm -hmm. I don't really have much, much opinion at all. Really? Yeah. Sure. He'll do do a great job. He's also set to, um, to, uh, to star in the new Candyman reboot as well. Watchmen also. What's that? Isn't he in Watchmen also? I don't Watchmen. Watchmen, the new the new show Watchmen, yeah. not the Snyder version. I yeah. think maybe I'm not. I'm. I, I thought I think. that's what the article said. I am excited um, they're remaking Candyman though. Yeah, it's yeah Aquaman and Watchmen. Yes, star. and then he was also in Black Mirror, um, which was the the karate episode. Yeah, with um, uh, Anthony with Mackie. Tom. Just fucking so, kiss me, bro. Yeah, yeah. he's excellent. <laughs> Have you seen? Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, it's I've seen season, a handful of episodes. Yeah, but season, not that one. the recent, most recent season, uh, he was in one of the leading roles. So. Um, yeah, I guess we can just move on from that. Um, beyond that, we also learned this week that uh, so Gemini Man is coming out this week, which mm-hmm. we've talked talked about um, Will have. Smith's resurgence recently. Um, with Gemini Man coming out, they're doing press, and basically we learned that um, Ang Lee shot this movie in this you know super uh, experimental uh, format that is like 120 frames per second, 4K 3D. Now, for those of you that don't know, regular <laughs> film runs at 24 FPS, and I believe science people in the past have basically said that um, that the secret to to curing, like sort of like you know when you watch a 3D movie, you sort of get a headache at a certain point, and mm-hmm. you know it kind of it it's it does a weird thing with your vision. Basically, the idea is that uh, a higher frame rate will like solve that issue. Yeah. Because of the motion blur and all that other stuff. So, essentially, Ang Lee, he's actually shot his last two movies. The second movie he shot in the format, which... The first was Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk, which, Haven't of course, nobody it. saw and nobody's even heard yeah. of. Exactly. And so, he took that and brought it to this. And this week, we finally learned that he, you know, he, he went through all the trouble. They spent $200 million on this movie. And we learned that about 10 theaters in the U.S. are equipped to show it. So, they went through all <laughs> this trouble... To shoot this movie in this super crazy like format, and nobody can watch it. Where's the? Where's the? I assume there's one here in L.A. There's like two in L.A. Yeah, um, I assume so. I can't remember the specific spots. I think one was like a Century City or something like that. Mm. Gotcha. Maybe yeah, I can't remember. Um, and then there's like yeah, there's like ten or maybe twelve theaters that are showing it. So I just thought it was ironic that uh that the the smith essence is continuing but we won't you know i find this news interesting for two reasons uh one because yeah it's super weird there's no way he didn't know that all theaters couldn't play this format oh, another yeah. reason yeah. i find it interesting is because gemini man in itself does not seem like a movie we need to be seeing in 3d i agree 100 percent. yeah it's like i it's like that would be like fucking putting I don't know. Name a random fu- like like oh, I'm gonna see Inside Lewin Davis in 3D. And you're like, what the? Why? <laughs> totally. And I like I, I think the I think the, no, I want to see that though. I, know, right? <laughs> I really I want to see Inside I, Lewin honestly, Davis in 3D. It would so. be cool to see a Coen Brothers like tackle yeah. Yeah. the Coen Brothers tackle a 3D movie. Um, I think honestly the justification for it is the de aging technology. Like, not yeah. that I necessarily agree with that. I mean, yeah. It's an action movie, so like I'm is. gonna throw this grenade in 3D. Yeah, like, no, he's gonna throw. Like, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, Will Smith throws a motorcycle in the trailer. It's pretty cool. Well, he doesn't he, physically throw he it. Pops, he kinda, yeah, he pops the wheelie yeah. and he throws but it still, at him. Yeah, I've seen he the trailer. He throws a motorcycle. I've seen it. <laughs> it's so cool. It's gonna be so good in 120 frames per second. 
I'm going to see this movie. So I don't Oh, absolutely. Me too. <laughs> I, I hear that um, although the 120 FPS, um, is uh, the, the theaters are limited for that, that you will be able to see it in 60 frames per second oh, okay. um, a lot more places. So I guess that's a consolation, if anything. But I would like to see this in 24 frames per second like we were intended to. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess we weren't intended no. to because no, they shot no, it a different way. But like, I the way God intended this to. <laughs> yeah. It's God's work. It's the way... Uh, uh, I don't know. The Lumiere brothers wanted us to see films. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any thoughts on on Gemini Man or or this? Um... I mean, I'd be interested to see it just to, for the technology, mm-hmm. like behind it, to see really what difference it does make. Yeah. Um. So I might try to track it down in its intended format, I mean... but. It's also not a movie that I'm like, oh my god, I have to see Gemini Man. So yeah. we'll How see if I get around dare to it. You. <laughs> to be honest, I'm actually the, the thing that excites me the most about this movie, besides Ang Lee and you know Will Smith, obviously, is the fact that Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like yeah. we mentioned before, mm-hmm. is making her uh, blockbuster return, which I always love to see her in big movies. Yeah, so she she's, she's, a she's always she seems to disappear for a while and then come back out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm always yeah, I'm always happy when she returns. Yeah. yeah. Love me some Winstead, so I'm yeah. happy about that. Scott um, Pilgrim. Yeah, exactly. I'll be uh, in a whole host of other great uh, performances yeah. in movies, too, as well. Um, I'll be seeing Scott the movie Pilgrim. sometime this weekend. Yeah, like Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's only Scott Pilgrim. That's just the, the height of it. You know, she was um, good in that other movie, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> no, I really liked her in Smashed as well. with uh, Smashed. Yeah, excellent. With excellent. Aaron Paul. Perfect, yep. Really That's good. actually one of Aaron Paul's best performances. Oh, 100%. Too. Um, outside of Breaking Bad, obviously. Blaine's really excited for Gemini Man, aren't you? Just not at all. Just not, <laughs> not, not at all, really. I, I, I saw the trailer. I only recently heard about this film, maybe like two weeks ago, and I was like, wait, who asked for this film? <laughs> like who? Who Will wanted Smith it? Yeah. Yeah. Ang, I, no, I think that's a valid point. But I think Ang Lee asked for this film, right, so that's really kind yeah, of the idea. That's, at least that's where it is. No, and I trust Ang Lee as a know, filmmaker. So sure, yeah, even though nobody really saw um, Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk, like I said. So yeah, I hadn't even heard of that movie. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of so a, a bomb. I mean, it that. was it was another like expensive movie. Vin Diesel had a supporting part in it, actually. Um, oh, that's and, random. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it made like ten million dollars its opening weekend or something. It classic, just, yeah. not classic great. Ang Lee. Classic. Actually, that's the rare Ang Lee bomb. Most of his money's make movies make a shit ton of money. So, yeah. So moving on from that, um, the final piece of news that we have uh, is the. Uh, unfortunate quote that Martin Scorsese uh, lit the I internet on fire it, with. I don't find this it week. unfortunate whatsoever. Well, I mean, in the fact that it like it's created so much vitriol from people online. The dude has made some I mean? of the most cinematic masterpieces in the history of cinema. I read us the quote yeah. and then yeah, we'll, I was and then we'll talk about it. So, so basically, um, in an interview with Empire, this uh, let's say it was the end of last the week, Terrence right around Howard show. Right, yeah. Uh, right around the uh, oh my god, uh, in an interview with Empire's Terrence Howard. Um, oh god, man! Did you see that video of him? I did. Uh, yeah. He was definitely he's, on like mushrooms yeah, he's, he's, when he did that interview. Yeah, he's on another level. So uh, he uh, Scorsese did Scorsese did an uh, interview with Empire Magazine to coincide with the release of Joker, but also for the Irishman, I believe. Yeah. Now they didn't print the whole thing, but this one quote uh, came out, and he basically said that. Uh, he regards Marvel movies as, quote-unquote, not cinema. 
Um, and, and then we also uh, have a full quote, which, um, you know, of course, that lit the Internet on fire. Twitter was freaking out. James, yeah. famous filmmakers like James Gunn were responding. Um, Robert Downey Jr. just responded. But yeah. here's the here's the full quote. Uh, in regards to Marvel movies and comic book movies in general, I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's uh, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstance uh, circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. People love theme parks. That's yeah. Well, also yeah, yeah, yeah. there are humans in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, totally. So. But he's, I think he, what he's talking about is the, they're exaggerated characters because they're comic book characters. Like that's he's just saying there's a difference between like fine art and like blockbuster exactly. film. Yeah, the yeah. fact that people and freak that's not out. Like a big, that's not a big deal. I go no. to museums and I go to Knott's Berry I Farm. Think there's, right, I think yeah. there's a place for both. Right. Exactly. One hundred percent. The fact that people freaked out about this just shows that a, everyone's a fucking pussy like like shut up who cares he's made dude the dude's old school and he, he's made some like i said like i said at the beginning he's made some of the most cinematic masterpieces of all time i yeah i didn't expect him to like fucking ant-man like no of course not you know what i mean like okay look when when you look at it you have to give something like the MCU credit for what they've done with making a cinematic universe mm -hmm. and being able to tie all these movies in yeah. and making it like, uh, as Taylor would say, a once in a lifetime cinematic uh, <laughs> event. Event. Are you gonna, which, are you gonna TM that quote yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that everyone gets to like pay you when they say it? Oh, it's uh, on, hey, it's there on it is. Hey. Um, look, like that in itself is something super cool. But do I think that it's like? "Quote unquote cinema," like no, they're fun popcorn movies. Mm -hmm. Obviously, do I feel emotions in them? Yeah, but I'm a huge fucking nerd. Like, yeah, I think that's why. I, I think I don't know. I I sort of disagree. I think that they are a type of art form in and of themselves, and to call them completely call them not cinema, and I feel like just the way he said it, kind of disregarded the work behind it. It's dismissive. That's it's I think dismissive. that's what doesn't sit right with me on it is that it's dismissive to the people who are creating art. It's not the same art that Mark, Martin Scorsese creates. But if someone says by it any in means. this accent, but. how does it make you feel? They are not cinema. Does that not make, you're like, oh yeah, you're right. They're not cinema. That doesn't. But I think they were right. also getting <laughs> to wondering. a point where there are plenty of these superhero films that like are becoming higher art in ways like Logan like we're gonna talk about the Joker. Yeah, like, to there, there the are genre. films that are like there are some ones that are in this superhero genre, but are like more than the others than the like traditional superhero yeah. film. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and I can't agree uh, agree with that more. And at the same time, I think I also agree with Lauren. I think what I think the theme park thing is is the weirdest part for me because yeah. it's like again, it's very dismissive. It's said in a very dismissive way, like theme park entertainment is like lower than like again yeah. you know like cinema versus like movies you know and for me there's never really been a, a difference other than like a, a like a like a huge difference between those two you know what i mean like obviously they have their distinctions you know a blockbuster movie is different from an oscar Beatty movie but at the yeah. same time like that also goes to people's preferences like you don't just because Mar martin scorsese doesn't like marvel movies or superhero movies doesn't mean that like it's an attack against you or that they're necessarily yeah. bad movies like i think part of the reason why people connect with uh 
superhero movies and the Marvel movies in particular is because they're because of their attachment to the characters. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why um, why we care so much about those characters and why certain moments can become emotional because you actually they take the time to actually make you care with the MCU in particular. You know what I mean? But not to say those movies aren't flawed, but I think there's something to be said for well, that. Yeah, and I think that also kind of is a testament to the fact that yeah, they are still cinema like the fact that everyone got so upset of it yeah blown out of proportion 100 percent. but people got upset because those movies affected them in some way right. so how is that different from a martin scorsese movie affecting you in some way exactly. like exactly and it's just a different type of 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 uh of, of feeling or emotion yeah. that those two different things are conveying so i i think i just i think i and i you it might be a surprising uh take from me a hot take i i agree with martin scorsese but i don't think that that's a bad thing i don't think they're cinema i think they're movies you know yeah. like I, yeah again and i i made that joke the distinction with the accent because like there is like fine art versus like art you totally. know what i mean like like uh like like uh you could go to art school and make like a painting and like it's great it's not fucking monet mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. you can make art that's not the best art of all time, but yeah. it's still art. But it's still art. And that's why I agree with him. Like, as and I just think provokes... everyone's being in a bunch of crybabies. Like, totally, get I over agree. It. The dude Seriously. makes masterpieces. Other people make film, like films. Yeah. films versus like cinema. Yeah, it's like a different thing. And he's on another level than a lot of the people who make Marvel movies, and that's fine. Well, he's like, from a different era, though. Yeah, too, exactly. You know? Like, he's an old school. Yeah, it's, it's an old school mentality, and there's not many people in Hollywood that have that same mentality that he does anymore. So I think there's something to be said for that. Um, yeah, man. I just, I just think that, that again, it's okay to 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 like Scorsese and to like, uh, and to like Marvel movies or comic 100%. book movies, like, or to not like Scorsese movies and and like Marvel movies or vice versa. You know, some what of I mean? my like, favorite artists are comic book artists, mm-hmm. and they make some beautiful fucking art for the comic medium. But mm-hmm. you're not going to see these comic book artists putting art up in the Getty or fucking like yeah. the Louvre. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so like you can make art that is not fucking you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the words are escaping me but there is a hierarchy or level of art you know yeah, and it's like sure. uh you're not fancy or you know but that's not a bad thing like totally we enjoy theme parks because they're fun yeah but the theme parks aren't i you know i guess you wouldn't call a theme park like a classy establishment no no but no but that's, i mean but that's yeah. okay but i think it I entertains think- Totally, and I think the big thing that really bugs me um, about this quote too is the fact that he hasn't seen the seen the movies, and yet he's like sort of like dismissing or. Yeah, he said them. he tried. He tried, but like. But how long ago was yeah, that? That's but fair. it's was also that like you know, Batman sixty six totally. that he's talking about, or was that Endgame? <laughs> like, Seriously, I, can you imagine I if the if only super Endgame. movie, superhero movie he's ever seen? was Batman 66 yeah. and he was like you know shark repellent it's just not for me man. Yeah. if that was it then yes 100% I agree with Martin Scorsese but I think Taylor's <laughs> correct that it depends on on what he's referencing yeah totally and I think that um, I think that like much like the like what Scorsese's known best for the, the crime or gangster genre yeah. like just within that genre like they're classics but they're also shit, a shit ton of bad movies like you don't see people like praising Gotti, you know what I mean? And then yeah. saying like, like that brings like, just because there's a bad egg, like doesn't mean that the genre doesn't have relevance, you know? And I think the same goes for the superhero genre. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a lot of shitty movies out there. And I bet you most of the, 
superhero movies Scorsese has seen are probably not the better ones or the more modern ones mm-hmm. that have that have really taken the genre to the next level. Like, I I I I'm sure he's probably seen The Dark Knight at this point. But beyond that, like, I don't even know if Scorsese's seen a superhero movie in the last twenty years. See, you know but what if I mean? someone if someone came to me and they were like, "You have to decide. Like, one of these has to get erased from history: The Departed or The Dark Knight." Yeah, I think I would be like, "Yeah, you can fucking have The Dark Knight." I mean, I'm a huge Batman fan, so I would easily take The Dark Knight over The Departed. Yeah. But that's just my personal preference, just like yeah. it's Scorsese's personal preference, right? So I don't know. I think it's I think it's a lot more complicated and nuanced than people are like giving it credit for. Yeah. Um, Did you see how I threw a is? DC movie under the bus there? I didn't <laughs> yeah. say something like Endgame, yeah, because I don't want to have to make that decision. But I, mean, I, you can have you can have all the Batman you want. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's all art, and art is I meant agree. to be subjective, one hundred percent. So. While I don't necessarily agree with at least the way he said what he said, that's a good way to yeah yeah yeah. yeah and it's, it's also it's also again I, the the important thing to note is that this one little two sentence quote is is like taken. We don't know what the context of yeah. we don't know the question the guy asked. Like we don't know the context of what was being said and what led yeah. into and out of that specific moment. So I think it's just a lot of like, oh fuck you, Scorsese, you know, online, People and it's lost like, their shit. and it's like, really, guys, like we know he's a master, master filmmaker. Again, he doesn't have to agree with you, but that doesn't mean he also. Like, sort of, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. In a well, people respect. on and the internet are going to lose their shit over fucking anything they yeah, want. With, with yeah. They're culture. just finding reasons to get fucking mad. So yeah. of course, when someone insults, you know, and like nerds in general are just quick to get fucking angry about things that they love. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're passionate. If someone like if if Martin Scorsese came out and it was like Any, anybody who goes to Comic-Con's a fucking loser, I'd be like, "Hey, listen here, bud." <laughs> you know, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh he's better than all of us. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big Martin Scorsese yeah. fan. Yeah, and I hear the Irishman is amazing. I know. Way, Look, and I reactions. think that's why I'm having such a hard Actually, I'm not having a hard time. I just agree with him. I and it's like if it had been another old time director, maybe I would have different feelings. But I'm huge Martin Scorsese fan. If it was like if it was like um, trying to think of a better one, but like De Palma or someone like that, would you have a Bam. different? Brian De Palma can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about Coppola? What about Coppola? Oh, man, you know what? I would take Scorsese over. Coppola. Oh, absolutely, yeah. dude. Really Scorsese is still making good movies. Coppola's yeah. making. We had a wine. we had some Godfather. We had a Godfather question at trivia last night. Oh, yeah? yeah, interesting. Yeah. You get it right though. We did get it right. I was what confused. Was I was confused at the way they worded it because it was a it was a round where every question had two possible t- two possible answers, uh, and it was who won the Oscar for playing Vito Corleone. And I was like, how does how do two people win an Oscar? It doesn't make any fucking sense. What were the options? Well, there's no options. It's who oh. who won the Oscar. Oh, but there's there's, but there's two, two answers. answers. But that's yeah. why I was confused because like you like how did two people yeah, win no, an Oscar for the same character? But then I was like, oh, because it was the old and the young. Or, uh, De Niro. It was sorry, Robert no, De Niro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So like, yeah. it, took, uh, Niro, it took us a second to figure it out, but we figured it's it out. De Niro, and then of course Brando. Um, Brando. Yeah. yeah, Brando. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it took us a second to figure out, but but we did. Yeah, but we did. We figured it out. Good job. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think what we gathered out of that is that Brian De Palma can fuck himself. Uh, <laughs> Martin Scorsese is a great filmmaker, and we all love Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, I guess with that said, okay. uh, we can jump into our main topic. Speaking of Scorsese... Wait, hang on a sec. How did you guys feel oh, about the shit. Rick and Morty trailer? I'm sorry, I forgot. Let's, can we... 
Yeah, 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 no, it's fine. Well, but it's right before I, I right totally, before you know what? I just topic. realized that I totally jumped over that. I should, we should have okay. talked about that before news. That, but yeah, Rick and okay. Morty season four trailer finally came out. Uh, I know I that don't watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, Lauren so. and Blaine aren't huge Rick and Morty fans, but there is no arguing that it is a huge part of nerd culture yeah. and yeah. in and animation culture. Yeah. And the, that trailer, it did look, it looked good. It looked yeah. funny. There were some good, some good little bits in it. It's a lot of just. I, I mean, like, what else? It was just classic Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's all stuff yeah. out of context. Rick always putting Morty in danger, yeah. not giving a shit, people mm-hmm. dying, alien yeah. fights, even in this New thumbnail, characters. alien blood. Yeah. Yeah, Taika Waititi's going to be in it. I wish I enjoyed it more so that I could watch it. What about it don't you like? I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. It just... I started watching it, like, a year and a half ago because a bunch of my friends are super into it. Um, and I, I don't know. It just didn't click with me. I tried. How many episodes did you watch? Uh, like three, I think. Okay. I think you need to give the whole first season a try. It's only 10 episodes. So there's only six more, but I think the brilliance of Rick and Morty is really once you get past those first couple episodes, like the first couple episodes are good, but it really starts becoming really interesting and really like intertwined and the mythology. I mean, that would be my advice for any television show is you have to watch at least an entire season. I I understand why people like it so much. What if someone came to you and they were like, oh, the first two episodes of Buffy are terrible. I'm just not going to watch the show anymore. You'd be like, well, you got to get past the first season. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's a little different with that because (laughs) something like that is very dated visually. Same but even, thing with no, Doctor but even Who. The, but even the storylines, the first few episodes of Buffy are just like, eh. Um, they're not unbearable, though. Ah, I don't know about that. Every they're show, pretty fucking every bad. Show, they're bad. But no. I also am just not huge into adult animation in that's, general. Oh, and that's so I think which that I get that. Yeah. Well. There are totally. people that don't like cartoons. I get it. Yeah. I think the I think the thing that really gets me about Rick and Morty that, that got me hooked and excited is just how fucking smart the writing is. Like, Dan yeah. Harmon is a yeah. genius. Have you ever seen Community? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I I think Community, like, the first three and a half, four seasons of that show are just, like, absolute master yeah. class in, in, t- in yeah. TV, you know, um, TV filmmaking, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Television. But, uh, Cinematic television. But, and the first three seasons of Rick and Morty are also a master class in their own right. They have their ups and downs, but, yeah, I think the season four trailer really, I mean, it's been, what, three, two and a half it's years been, or something it's since the last season dropped. Been, I think about two and a half years. Ago. Yeah, and they got that huge contract for like seven more seasons or something like that. Oh, wow. and, uh, Can we just talk about? I think it's ridiculous how between every season it was like, a, "Are we? Aren't we going to get another season?" Yeah. And then they got seven seasons. I'm like, well, the fans. What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fans definitely let their voices talk be about heard, going from like know? zero to sixty. Like and also, Rick and Morty merchandise is everywhere, and it's like yeah. some yeah. of the best selling shit. I mean, I love buying Rick and Morty. Blaine, what about Rick and Morty? Just doesn't speak to you. So there's a couple of things. One, the same thing you guys are saying. I've been told by just about everybody that watches the show is they say just like you have to ignore the first couple episodes. And I tried to start watching it from the beginning, um, and the the burping is what really got me. I couldn't oh, get yeah. past it in the first couple episodes. Yeah. And I know that they've toned that down. Mm. Um, and I've had a lot of friends that have tried to get me into it. I think that it just represents like like a faux nihilism that like I just don't appreciate. 
Um, I would but say there that are Dan Harmon is actually pretty nihilistic, though. No, oh, I, I believe he is. Yeah. I just think that the show, like, and it's like it's meta in that way, but I think it kind of like makes fun of its audience in a lot of ways by being a faux faux nihilist. That's like what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, and so, but th- to be fair, there has been a handful of episodes that I, I do really enjoy. I love sca- uh, fucking uh, Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Yeah. I love I love that episode. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get you, bitch. Like I, I love that whole that whole episode. And then I loved when Terry Rogier like took on the mantle of that for the Boston Celtics a couple of years ago. That was <laughs> fun. Um, Scary Terry. Yeah. Um, so, but just overall, I'm just not a huge fan of it. But maybe if I, I watch that. more of the later stuff, I might. Do you like other adult animation? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I love adult animation. I just think it's I just think it's really smart, and like if you if you give it a little bit more of a shot. I mean, to be fair, like there is a through line, you know, from season to season, and, and in between, you know, in between episodes. But like you can really just kind of throw most episodes on and get like a very singular experience. Like one of my favorite uh, episodes that I would recommend either of you guys watch just to get a real like. Um, taste of like what the show can really do is, is stuff like Morty's Mind Blowers. Yeah. Or even Tales of the Citadels. Tales of the Citadel Tales is, of the Citadel is, is pretty fucking funny. I would say this Scary Terry episode is a Absolutely. But that's also one, one of watch. the first like I think it's episode two, you know what I mean? Like in is terms it episode of two? No 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 it's 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 later on. Oh is yeah. it? I thought it was early on. I thought it was the Inception episode where they're going It's the Inception going, episode, but huh. I don't think that's episode two. Okay, it's, maybe it's maybe long. maybe I'm wrong. Um but still like um even even uh, I like the Meeseeks episode. Yeah, the Me Seeks is also a solid one. I don't know the context of this episode, but I do remember there's one where at the end it's just Rick trying to kill himself over and over again in different ways. The, there's one yeah. where he puts his head between the lasers and then he passes out before he can die. Yeah. I remember That's that. That's some sad shit, dude. That is some sad yeah. shit. Yeah. But uh but yeah, Rick and Morty season four coming sooner you know. sooner rather than later. It's like I'm excited. I know that a there's month, a lot dude. of really bad Rick and Morty fans out there on the internet that just Yeah, also that's another thing. I, there's a lot of people that like Rick and Morty that I don't like. That's, and that I mean, always <laughs> taints things for me. <laughs> I mean there's a lot of D C fucking fans that I don't like, but I went and saw the Joker, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I'm gonna get flamed on the internet again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ruining your show. Yeah. No, I, I trust me. I'm ruining. My, I'm very capable of ruining my own show. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, let's take a little break before the main topic. I think everybody needs a little top off on their alcohol. I mean, we don't drink. We don't do drugs. What? We're gonna go. Drugs. We're gonna go uh, hold hands and pray before we talk about the main topic. We will be right back. Nothing to see here. All right, and we're back. And as always, you didn't even notice we were gone. Uh, main topic, Taylor. What do we got? Joker. What? Who knew? Joker. Oh, it's the title Todd, of the episode. Fuck. Todd, Todd Phillips' Joker. We finally saw it. We all saw it. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, man. How do we even tackle this? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot... That- Taylor, there's, to unpack here. There's, there's, a, you, lot, there's a lot here's to unpack. A, here's, here's what we'll do before we talk about it. Taylor, did you like the movie? Um, Yeah, I enjoyed it for the most part. I, Blaine, I, did you like the movie? I did. I really enjoyed it. Lauren, did you like the movie? Not particularly. Whoa! I liked the movie. Um, We're going to start with Lauren. Because she was the only one that did not like the movie. <laughs> we'll do quick. I think we should. I think we should do quick spoiler-free section and yeah. jump into spoilers like pretty quickly. So maybe we could each just do a little spoiler-free section and then we could really get into it. That's yeah. Okay with you. Um, to be honest, I was quite bored most of the film. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. Um, I don't know if it's I went into it very overhyped um, from a lot of people I know. 
or what, but um, I I personally didn't feel much of a connection to it. Um, I thought it was beautifully beautifully done. Like technically, I think it's a great film, but story wise, it didn't it didn't really grasp me the way I thought it might. Interesting. Okay. I definitely want to discuss more with you in, in spoiler section yeah. because as much as I like the movie, I think that um, we probably agree on a lot of the film's shortcomings. I just don't think that they were as big for me as they sound for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to hear that. I think that the the biggest thing this movie have, has going for it, obviously, is Joaquin's leading performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which, again, ties back to um, the previous episode. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this movie for what it is. I think um, without Joaquin Phoenix, however, this this movie um, is not anywhere near as 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 good as it is. I think the the Joaquin's performance is really the thing that carries this movie. Totally. Um, the script is rough to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other actors in the movie don't get a whole lot to do, which um, I think De Niro is probably the, the 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 person who gets the most interesting supporting role. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I really I really enjoyed it. And um, uh, what what were your thoughts, Joe? I okay. Look, it, I don't know if you guys knew this, but it's a DC movie. What? <laughs> Indeed. And I have to admit that I like. A DC movie. Um, look, I knew I was going to like it because of the trailers and just what we've seen of Joaquin's performance before the movie came out. Um, I didn't know much about the story, so on and so forth, how he becomes a Joker or whatnot. Um, but I, 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 I figured going in that I was probably going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. And like Lauren said, technically, the movie's fucking amazing. The score, the cinematography, it's all really, really good. But I ended up like being grasped by the story. There were, and like, it even like surprised me. Like, there were moments in the movie that we'll get into in spoilers that I was like, oh, I fucking did not see that coming. Yeah. Or like, wow, that happened. Um, and I think, and I, and I mentioned this in my Joker YouTube review, um, that, I think that DC needs to go this route for all of their movies. I think they need to adopt this style of filmmaking, this level of... I mean, look, they tried to go all dark and gritty in the beginning with mm-hmm. The Dark Knight and whatnot, and then I think they kind of fell off with that, Made and they were kind of making it lame and campy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that every DC movie needs to be this black label type artistic film, and then it's going to do better for them. I have zero interest in seeing Aquaman. I have zero interest in seeing the Justice League. Um, I'm clamoring for a Joker sequel. So I think they need to make more movies akin to the way they made this film. And then I think maybe, just maybe, they can finally catch up to the MCU. I think Batman with Matt Reeves is going to be a really large stepping stone for them. Again, it's supposed to not be a part of the DCEU. It's just supposed to be another offshoot film. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to see with the success of this movie and the success that I think I know Matt Reeves' Batman will have, they have literally no choice but to change the way they're making movies. I don't disagree with that. The true question is, what is uh, what is the Suicide Squad going to do? 
that's the true question you know what i mean because like they have these sort of like and birds of prey even too you know what i mean they have these sort of like spin-off offshoot movies but they at, at the same time they're even reboot, rebooting those you know like right. those are soft reboots of the movies but they're making they're making the birds of prey to me it looks like in the style of the original suicide squad so that's just yeah. going to be another yeah. shitty fucking movie that they make yeah. i think they need to go in a more filmmaker Martin Scorsese would cinematic make a more cinema and make it a a different genre than just a fucking superhero movie because they've proven that they can't do it. Yeah, they can't make a superhero movie. I think, they just can't do it. I, I mean, well, go DC ahead, is Detective Comics, so I feel like you're right on that. In that, like, if they do it in more of a detective-y, noir-y, yeah. gritty way, I think that's that's their brand. That's where they started, and I feel like. You're correct that they should definitely go yeah. go more along this route. Blaine, what do you think about all this? Um, I'll just echo kind of what people have already said, but I mean, Joaquin, like, Joaquin Phoenix is my favorite actor. And so I'm a little biased, but his performance was just phenomenal. It was just one of the, one of the best of the year. Um, and I also was really surprised by how engaged I was by the whole narrative of him. I have like one really specific problem, but I'm going to hold it. And Joel and I talked about this earlier. I think it's the same thing, um, but we'll hold it for the spoiler section. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought like, everyone said technically beautiful film. Just everything was done was done right for like 90% of it. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of uh, the like whole sort of like, what did you call it? The DC black label yeah. idea? What do, you, what do you think about? Oh, no, know, I, take, I love like, that. Following that sure. direction? Yeah. I mean, that would be the like an ideal counterpoint to the MCU films, mm-hmm. um, like to have a good dark film universe of Ab- the same style. Absolutely. I think that's a good like uh, the best way to put it as a counterpoint to like what the MCU is doing equally as as unique, but also different. Right. Exactly. They tried to do the DCEU and it fucking failed. It made sure it made money. Did it make money? Yes. Did they get what they did? They get what they wanted out of it? Absolutely not. It was an absolute failure. They need they need to do something else. And I think that they found it. I think Matt Reeves' movie is going to be very much in this style. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very dark. It's going to be very gritty. Oh, fuck. That's my microphone. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just repeating myself. No, totally. And, and, and I think um, it's, I agree with you to a certain extent, but I think there's also something to be said for like treating each movie and property like in like individually. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as black and white as like all of it should be this DC black label, like, you know, pardon the pun, but I, okay. I would agree with you if they weren't trying to make something cohesive, they want to make a cohesive universe. So you have to go with one style. Totally. Totally. And I mean, I like, I, okay. I, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, like just because you have an Elseworlds book doesn't mean you can't have like another book that's going on at the same, like, I think it's okay. I think it's smart to do a lot. You could do like really take Batman's rogues gallery and do really interesting movies in this same vein. If they came out and said, to have we're not do, trying to copy the MCU anymore. I would be like, Oh dope. Then do whatever the just, fuck you just want. Just make good movies. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's I what agree. I care about. Just make good movies. Like whether it's a, but we haven't heard that from them yet. They're whether still it's trying a to make a universe. Yeah. So. Whether it's a one-off or something that's trying to build to a larger thing. Like I think that would be cool if they could do both. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily try to do the same thing as the MCU, but, but just make good movies and then see where it leads you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
if if I may bring up one thing, you Absolutely. mentioned the Matt Reeves Batman a handful of times. Yeah. Uh, it, coming full circle again, the last time I was on the show with you guys was right at the Robert Pattinson casting. Mm-hmm. Was it? It was. We talked about that on that um, episode. Oh, and I didn't so, it was so long it was, ago. I think that was, that's before it had been become official, though. It but was just it was a rumor, and we rumored, were talking about it. We talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, have your th- guys' thoughts changed on that? Or I don't remember what I said. I think we were all kind of <laughs> low on it. I think other than saying that he was actually like a pretty good actor yeah. in like some some he's, other he's things. an excellent actor i'm I'm skeptical yeah that's, that's that's my point right now hold for plane it's pretty loud in the headphones yeah. I'm just gonna hold for it thank you. <laughs> I'll cut it out it's probably your mic that's or maybe I won't <laughs> we'll just have silence for a few minutes I'll fuck all right, it's gone. Just like, uh... um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really remember what I said, but uh, yeah, no, I do think Robert Pattinson is a good actor, so I probably said something along the lines of like, I'm open to it, yeah, um, and that's still the case. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't know how he'll be as a Batman, but um, after seeing Joker, if that's kind of the, of, of a similar tone that they take, I trust Matt Reeves. Matt, Matt, Matt Reeves, Reeves is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I trust Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves could be like, dude, I'm doing a fucking documentary on the invention of the gummy worm i'd be like let me fucking see it dude i'm in <laughs> what if he was doing aquaman too? <laughs> no i wouldn't see it <laughs> he would be a terrible choice for that movie i think he would be a fucking sellout we've had this conversation on the podcast so many times i think people like ryan johnson shouldn't make anything but ryan johnson movies you know what i mean so i think the way that he's gonna make batman is gonna be very matt reeves i think if he went to try to do aquaman Mm -hmm. 2 he would be forced into a fucking box and then it wouldn't be good yeah Yeah, totally um so i wouldn't see it (laughs) um so yeah i mean i don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say before we jump into spoilers no i hate talking about not spoilers yeah (laughs) Yeah. all right so if you guys haven't seen the movie make sure to come back after you have uh we're gonna be jumping head on into it so who wants to lead this up who wants to lead the charge I I still think because Lauren's the only one who didn't really like the movie, we gotta. All right. Well, I, I think she needs to tell us why. Elaborate. Um, yeah. Okay. I will say I didn't hate the movie. I wasn't like this is garbage. I don't know why I'm watching this. Um, but I just I I didn't really enjoy it. Like I said, I was I was bored throughout most of it. I didn't. I personally didn't find Joaquin's performance as captivating as I think you guys did. Wow. Um, it felt. To me, it felt a bit overindulgent, and that could have been the directing or the cutting of it. Um, but I don't know. I I didn't. I don't know. It didn't. Cast I mean, there me were in the way it did. You guys. there were there were definitely overindulgent scenes, such as the dance sequences. That I he don't know. Has. I think those are some of my favorite scenes. Uh, I could have done without that. After for he sure. kills yeah. those guys and he's in the bathroom, and I fucking that hate scene. that. That scene. was such a beautiful so, scene. I so, hate by the scene. way, by the scene. way, that scene in particular in the bathroom was improvised on the day by Joaquin and Todd Phillips was like, "I love it. Let's shoot it." Because originally, Todd Phillips said so he did like a notes on a scene thing, and he was like, uh, originally in the script. Uh, uh, Arthur comes in and he basically like tries to hide the gun and he has a, like a a normal reaction like any human would have where they're like oh fuck like what just happened you know yeah. he's kind of freaking out and stuff and on the day they like just decided to make it that and it's it's an interesting choice I don't know if it necessarily works yeah aside from the well overindulgent shit like that you still weren't very captivated with his performance I later on once he really started turning into the Joker yeah. yes. Okay. But beforehand, I didn't. I mean, of course, I'm not heartless. Um, 
I you no, know. you're not. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I didn't really. I didn't super empathize with him. I think the way maybe other people did, or the way they wanted it to be. Like, yeah, it sucked that he got beat up, and it sucked that his life was the way it was. But I don't know. It, it didn't seem. Sounds like a pretty heartless. <laughs> I don't know. The turn just didn't happen in a way that worked for me. Interesting. See, that's inter- that's really interesting that you were used the word empathetic because for me, I felt like most of the movie, like he isn't necessarily like for me an empathetic character. Like I didn't re- ne- like really truly feel for Arthur, but at the same time, I still think it's fascinating. Like for me, it's um, it's it's uh more I would say uh, like he's. He's he's relatable to a certain extent, but at the same time, he's also like it's hard to have sympathy for him. You know what I mean? He's re- relatable, but I don't feel sympathetic for him in the slightest mm-hmm. because at the same time, the whole movie is him basically like doing these things to himself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has a, a very much like an interesting like cause and effect hmm. um, uh, like sort of. Uh, mentality like in this in this movie you look confused Joel what the fuck did he ever do to himself well no I'm just saying like I feel like a lot of the 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 major like for instance you know it's the choices you make like when he goes into the bathroom he pretty much celebrates um with the for me that's the way I took the dancing scene it's more of like a celebration or a release as opposed to a like a what the fuck have I done you know what I mean so it's it's one I of those that as him trying to calm himself down, yeah, yeah. Like going to a happy his place, coping mechanism yeah. because of his issues. Okay, I, I didn't see that scene particular in that way. I but. mean, I just I the, that entire train scene where he's trying not to laugh and he's crying. Oh, it's he's freaking cry it's laughing, brilliant. It's and they brilliant. still beat the shit out of him. Yeah, like, I was brilliant. very sympathetic towards that. That's yeah. absolutely insane. Do I think he should have murdered all of them? Probably not. Exactly, and but, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, hang on. I think I think when he comes off the train and he follows the dude and kills him, that I don't really necessarily agree with. Yeah. If some dude was beating the shit out of me mercilessly, I would probably shoot him in the fucking face. Again, and that's why I'm. That's, that's like what defense. I'm trying to he's say. I think himself. that I think that proves my point that he's relatable but not sympathetic. Like that's not sympathy in my at least for the way the way I felt when I was watching the movie. Oh man, you know I felt I mean? so bad for him that entire scene. Hmm. Yeah. I I see why, but it's also like uh, again, this goes to the terrible writing for me on a screenwriting level. It was kind of like these characters are one one dimensional, and they're just assholes for the sake of being assholes. Like it was very, not, it was they're very, not main characters in the it movie. Was, it was very contrived. You know what I mean? That scene for me contrived of um, what? And I think what's that? Contrived of what? Like I just thought it was very like one note. It was predictable. You know, like these these guys are. Um, just like, again, assholes for the sake of being assholes. Um, there's no real, I don't know. I just don't think there's real, any real depth to the screenplay in general, but it seems like that, that feel again, very one note for me. Gotcha. That's interesting. I've, despite, I've... despite an incredible performance, like when he's the acting in that scene, when he's trying to hold back his laughter and everything that's going yeah, on. No, I mean like, like it's. They're meant to be ancillary characters. I didn't really need like another twenty minute. No, I'm not saying we should have. I'm not saying are. I'm not saying we should have. But I just felt like the way the situation plays out in the scene is very like just on a screenwriting level was just very like hmm okay. Didn't make a lot of sense, which I guess maybe speaks to the way the movie ends, which we can talk about. Yeah. Um. You know, everything is a bit of an exaggeration in this movie. A little bit. Um, Blaine, for me, at least. Did you feel bad for him? Um. 
at times. I mean, I think that one of the really the really great things they did in this film was to show um, that, and I think that's the point you were about to make, that what you see isn't always what's actually happening. There's a lot of misdirection, and because he's a person who is so mentally ill, and he's a, an unreliable na- narrator, essentially, mm-hmm. like you don't know by the end of the film what was real and what wasn't, mm-hmm. um, per se. And yeah. I think they did a great job with his like girlfriend, quote unquote. That's yeah. one of the things that actually got me that I was actually surprised it, by. It, it, it was really great that like the whole time he's with her, it's like this isn't right. Something's not right about this. Yeah, they did a really good job of making it very uncanny valley, very surreal. Anytime he was with her, and the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, I, this is just like bad writing or bad something, but it doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. And then when it turned out that it wasn't, it was like, oh, that's why nothing seemed right about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I thought that was really great. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I'd say, that, I guess we'll, I'll jump into this. My main problem with the film. Um, nah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. That's like the gonna, very, that's like the very end of the movie. What were you going to say, Lauren? Uh, I don't know. I think that I, so I sort of agree on that. And I think that could possibly be why I didn't, um, enjoyed as much or couldn't get into as much because that relationship really bothered me mm-hmm. and then when it was a when it was a twist when it was a turn like i didn't feel like any of the twists and turns were drastic enough to make enough sense to me or to play well enough for me i don't know well, when she was it came to his door and she was like hey you were stalking me that's pretty hot yeah it was like, was oh, like something's not right weird. about this whole thing yeah, like yeah, i don't yeah. really get totally this. seriously and I kind of, I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely feel you on that, Lauren. Um, like if the scene where he is soaking wet in her apartment and we find out that she's like, what she the fuck, no who idea are you? Yeah. Um, totally. I, I feel like if there was, a, a, if it, that was a bit more heightened, mm-hmm. yeah. if, yeah, she was scared. And I think, I think Zazie did a good performance, but I think it, um, it comes down to the writing that. Yeah. And maybe, if he had seemed more threatening or mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's weird to have this guy in your house. But well, the way I read that I scene was that he kills her. Oh, no, I don't oh, think so. See, that's that's that debatable well. because you do hear sirens. You, yeah, yeah, he's walking in, down the hall and he's sitting hallway. in his room crying. But to be and fair. And you hear people running in the hallway. You hear sirens going yeah, off. To be you fair, hear, it's, it's Gotham and I like, sirens it, are always happening. I, the, so. I mean, I had this debate with Mallory as well, but like, I, I think that he, he kills her. That's the way I took it. I mean, huh. you can, you can, you can, that. you can interpret it both and, ways, but like that's, I feel you on that. Yeah, and so I thought that that raised that threat level where mm-hmm. it's like he yeah, went see, in there I didn't and get murdered that at her. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I didn't get that either. Well, and that's what's that's what's really interesting about this movie in general is how it leaves things up to the viewer to decide a lot yeah. of what's happening. Looking I, back at, so like when we found out that it was all like a fantasy, looking back at that scene when he's having a really hard time at the stand-up comedy mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he starts getting laughs and she's yeah. like in the back smiling at his show and it looks like he's becoming a success at that show mm-hmm. looking back at that that that's a huge fucking cue yeah. it's a huge giveaway that none of this is fucking real yeah because absolutely. like he's of, of course he bombed that fucking show but yeah. at the very at the very tail end of that scene it looks like he turns it around and the audience is laughing and she's having a good time mm-hmm. and then it looks like they're having a relationship and I think that just looking back at it now I'm like oh yeah man it was it was kind of fucking obvious yeah. yeah 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 absolutely and I think what the best thing that that this this quote unquote like mid plot twist it's not necessarily like the big twist which no no 
which I don't even know if there's really a twist, uh, like another twist in this movie. But um, but what's really interesting about this is that uh, is that originally in the script, which actually leaked, like uh, you know, several people were able to read it beforehand, um, journalists, online people, whatever, and they basically I, I learned that. Um, Originally in the script, it wasn't written that way. That was an editorial choice where they decided to to show everything in flashback that she wasn't really there. Eventually it happened, but essentially what in the script, uh, she was going on a bunch of pity dates with him. And that's where we see those moments. So she really that are, was going out with So that. in the original script, it wasn't actually scripted like that, which I think is fascinating because that one moment immediately changes the context of everything that comes after. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, I felt- again, like you said, you're not quite sure what is... Um, I don't think it's a matter of what's real and what's not real. It's more of a matter of what's exaggerated and what's well, I, actually taking place. I was going to say specifically when I, when I when I said that at the end, when he like we don't see the scene of him going from being the anarchaic god on the taxi to him going to being in the hospital. Mm-hmm. We jump like that's the, the transition is to mm-hmm. him being in the hospital. Yeah, and so how much of any of that was real? Mm-hmm. Like, is this him just telling the story that he's made up to totally to this person? Like, is this who he is in his mind? Did like yeah. any of this happen? And I think that's what part of this the ending begs, you know, right, the question exactly. that the ending begs. So, um, I guess we can get to that. But yeah, I mean, I thought that 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 twist was interesting and everything after that, especially when, um, the like, I guess the other major twist would be like when he quote unquote discovers that he's like Thomas Wayne's child, even though that technically. Is not true, although it's never confirmed. Well, they retconned like, pretty hard. I mean, I mean, yes, but they also like his mom. His mom was crazy too. Right. You know what it's I mean? So it's like I'm we saying. can't really yeah. trust anything she was saying. But he's also crazy, so we can't necessarily trust like anything that the film shows us. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. But also, is it a cover up? Yeah, from Thomas Wayne. Like, he was. So I many... mean, he was holding the picture of his mom in the back. Said like, "You're so pretty, T.W." or yeah. whatever the fuck. So like, mm-hmm. just because she was crazy doesn't mean Thomas didn't have sex with her yeah exactly you know what i mean and just because we see him go to 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 arkham asylum and read a file that you know uh that yeah about him being adopted or whatever doesn't necessarily mean that that's actually the truth that could be his version of a billion but like a billionaire could also forge those papers totally (laughs) that's that's, yeah, yeah totally that's what i'm saying like there's there's definitely ambiguity to that um, so once I, they once they real once they revealed that I bought it I was like oh yeah he is crazy he's adopted he's just batshit but then later in the movie you see the picture where TW's on the back of the picture of the mom and I was like oh fuck maybe not maybe maybe he is his son and this is all a big cover up you know what I mean they go yeah. back and forth on it which is why the movie surprised me multiple times that 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 was a big surprise for me mm-hmm. the twist with uh, the girlfriend was a big surprise for me. Another big surprise that I guess we're, we'll get to now is when he gets invited on a Robert De, uh, Robert De Niro show. He's yeah. practicing killing this it is, himself. This is where this is where it gets a little like iffy for me in terms of like whether it's actually real or not, mm-hmm. uh, because it's the way that that plays out, the way he gets the invitation and the call and all that stuff. It's yeah. kind of like okay, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I just found that to be a really interesting point. And in we'd already seen him have that fantasy at exactly. the beginning of the film. Exactly, which which makes it, you know, that much more um right. debatable, I guess. Yeah. The surprise for me is that instead of killing himself, he fucking caps Robert De Niro right in the face. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a I honestly thought he was moment. gonna Well, I mean he 
he practices killing himself. I was like, oh, yeah, that's something he would totally do. Mm-hmm. He's going to fucking commit suicide on national television to show, like, you, like, to, Nothing to, matters. to put the blame on other people. Yeah. You did this to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But instead, he just fucking kills Robert De Niro. And I was like, ah, I don't, know. I don't think shit. the Joker would kill himself. I this isn't the traditional Joker that we know. Right? I know, but still, because I don't think the Joker especially is with not where it happens in the movie. I just I don't think there was enough of the Joker for him to then kill himself. So well, I, I think that thought he this, was actually going to kill himself. Yeah, I was going to say I think that the one one theory that I heard yesterday for the first time I hadn't thought of myself, but the idea that this isn't the Joker, right? That he's just someone who who like inspires the yeah. Joker. Yeah. He like sees this guy and then like he but he's not the like he's not like That's, the the Joker we know. Yeah. He's like a precursor to. Well, there's a gigantic like lore in the DC right, universe the that ev- like yeah. almost every Joker is a different right. person. Right. You know what I mean? That there's yeah. always been other Jokers. Um, yeah, and even even uh even as recently as 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 uh as Gotham they played they played up on that angle, you know what I mean, where it's like I mean, you I have didn't watch the show, an but... original Joker that inspires that's kind of like a pseudo Joker that ends up inspiring the Joker that we know. So that could very well be the case and even Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix have maybe hinted at that um, yeah. that prospect. So I mean in the film which I we can talk about now, uh I think the one part that we Blaine and I really didn't like Taylor, you're a big Batman fan, so maybe you did enjoy this part. Um, I really, I really didn't like that they had young Bruce Wayne in the movie. I just thought that was. Oh, I just God, think fucking they, get over yourself. I like, don't need to see Mama Wayne's pearls. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like anymore. it's like it's like a requirement at this point. If we have Batman in the movie, we need to show a flashback of and the pearls in particular. Yeah, like having Thomas Wayne in the movie was a really cool. Uh, Easter egg. I don't even right, and it, that was enough. For me. I don't even mind having Bruce in that one scene no, where he's, at the, where he's at the fence with him. That's a cool scene. No, I, I just like think it. it's the alley scene that really killed it for me. I think it's just any. T- I I felt like the movie just kind of like I lost the thread anytime they were trying to force Batman stuff into it. I feel like it, it all felt forced to me anytime. They like squeezed in Batman references. See, I dis I agree to a certain respect, but I also disagree because I think the point of the movie is to mirror what brain uh, like Bruce Wayne's origins in you know it, becoming Batman are. You know what I mean? It's basically a mirrored version. But this uh, isn't of, about a Batman. No, it isn't. But it's an it's an interesting parallel but to I know draw. That they had to do that. Like, and I th- the, absolutely. Like, and I think and I think having world. that that one scene with Bruce at the fence is really really interesting. You know what I mean? But then you have that final scene and for me that really kills all the momentum they had built up with um with the thomas wayne stuff with yeah. the bruce stuff um in terms of like that thematic thread you know but I mean? him inspiring that thug to kill the waynes is a really strong uh it's pretty strong evidence that this might not be oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the joker yeah it's just yeah a a joke. Well, I will say the thing I did enjoy about the scene with Bruce Wayne at the fence. Again, it was because of Joaquin, but his like when he's like, "Oh, like I'm like I'm your brother," like, and when the butler knows who his mom is, that yeah. was one thing when I was like, "Oh, maybe maybe he is the son of Thomas Wayne," exactly. because the butler's like, "Oh, you're Peggy's son," like, mm-hmm. yeah, and they like know who that is. Like, the, did the, you get, the greater? Did people. anybody else think like? Because this isn't a DCEU movie, right? So we don't have to follow fucking traditional storylines. Did anybody else think that he was just going to fucking choke Bruce Wayne to death? <laughs> no. he put, oh, you didn't? He puts his hands through the fence, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> like, yeah. 
it's yeah, I'm, there's a I'm lot of there's a lot of interested. tension in that scene for sure. Yeah. Like notwithstanding the fact that he puts his fingers into a little kid's mouth. Yeah, that's like weird. that's just creepy. You know what I mean? That's creepy. But <laughs> it's uh, it's very disturbing. Oh, all right. Yeah. Stop yeah. No, I hated. <laughs> no, I hated all. <laughs> Stop being a fucking weirdo, Arthur. Of, I hated all of the Batman stuff. I yeah. yeah. The Thomas Wayne stuff was enough for me. I was like, ah, sick. That's a cool Easter egg into like the world of what Batman is. And then they're like, young Bruce. And I'm like, oh, it's Gotham. Yeah. Well, it was a pretty good scene with him in the bathroom, too. Yeah. With, with I like that Wayne. scene. Yeah. That, yeah. Was a, that was a good scene. Yeah. And I he just gets punched out. Yeah. Anytime we moment. see a baby Batman, I'm like, no one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very redundant at this point. I think. I think the thing for me is how much is how much the um, the post uh, uh, De Niro shooting stuff like really really worked for me like that last oh, five yeah. minute sequence yeah, where he's right. the where anarchy of all the people the, the and he gets city. hit by the ambulance and then that that incredible image of oh, when he pulls the blood of, out of his mouth and he, yeah. you see the birth Woo. of really the birth of the Joker at that moment. Um, I think that with that said, I think the movie. Uh, would have been far better off, far better off uh, ending on that moment than with, That's what I was the, say too. with the tacked on ending that we got. Yeah. I liked that moment so much. I don't know why they thought they needed the death of the Waynes. That yeah. scene was so good yeah. on its own. Yeah. I don't know right, why yeah. you needed to and add even that the, in. Even that, but in particular, also the the Arkham Asylum scene at the end where he's running around with the bloody footprints and stuff. I, I don't know. I like that. I think it adds a layer of like questionability to yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I feel like for me, um, I feel like for me, it's it's uh, it's like a poor man's version of Fight Club. Even the 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 stuff with Zazie Beats like they do the same kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, know, right. It's a very much okay. a very Fight Club esque reveal. You know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pose a question. We're gonna go around the table. Um, do you think that the blackout between the taxi or the 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 police car scene and the asylum is this just uh, uh, a lapse in time that we're supposed to assume he's been arrested, taken to Arkham, and now he's there in the room or is this all a story he's made up and he's telling the psychiatrist Taylor I think it's a mix of both it's tough to say because I'd have to see the movie again to give a a strong opinion on it but my thought is that some point in the third act it becomes mostly an exaggeration of Arthur's head I think a lot of the stuff in the first two acts very is very much you know real quote-unquote real life stuff Um, I would say that either of those interpretations, especially when when we have the blackout moment, works. Um, for me, I like to believe that everything after the blackout moment was a, a fantasy. But before that, I think everything actually happened. Um, all the De Niro stuff. The one question I have with that, though, is how doesn't the caseworker? She doesn't get killed earlier in the movie. She no. exits because of the budget cuts, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think I like the um, the fantasy take okay Blaine um I think it's uh pretty much I echo what, what what Taylor just said but I think it's a, a combination of things that actually happened like he probably like w- like had a psychotic break and like killed some people mm-hmm. and like had this like story in his head of him like self-aggrandizing because of his like illness mm-hmm. um and I think most of it happened but probably not in the way that we're seeing it technically yeah did he kill Robert De Niro? I think so. 
Okay. I think it's probably a combination of the first two scenes. He probably did it as a um, audience member, I would imagine. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Lauren? Um, I thought that the killing was real. Um, and then from there, getting arrested and everything up until the crash. Um, I think everything from the crash on until we get to the asylum is a delusion. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good of him like being lifted by the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah, that's interesting. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what good. I think my take is on it as well. Um, but again, I have to see it. It's, it's interesting. See, what's most fascinating about this movie is you can uh, sort of take it different ways, which I guess part of, is part of the reason why people were kind of freaking out. So where do you out. land, Joel? I like the scene on the police car so much that I just kind of say that it's real. <laughs> Another great dance scene, by no, the way. Just as, Every dance scene was great. Just especially because if we are if we are to believe this is the creation of the Joker, then like then it has to be real. Yeah, he needs that moment. Yeah, he yeah. needs that. Like even if he so like he does get caught, he goes to jail, not jail. He goes to the asylum. Um, he could still have inspired all these people in the crowd. Police can't catch all these fucking people. Yeah. You know what I mean. I think the riots definitely happened. No, I but him standing on the police car, like making yeah. the smile. I don't know that, that in particular. Oh, I would. I. I. I just love the idea of that being real so much. Even if he gets caught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just loved that scene so much. That like, oh, yeah, I think it happened. Yeah. I think like. Uh, I think. I think. I. I think so much of the movie was him not getting what he wanted and him get, getting shit on. That even mm-hmm. if he ends up in Arkham in the end and he doesn't necessarily win, he had that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, that's why he like he could have just jumped off the fucking car and ran away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he became the person he wanted to be. He became yeah. the Joker, and then he gets caught. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of escaping, he's uh, relishing in the moment, um, which is I think something that he he would have done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He would have been like, "Yes, I'm getting attention. Finally, people are seeing this." Instead of being like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So, will we jump on the theme of people who feel powerless and handicapped turning to violence as a um, method to deal with that to find power? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to agree with that because it's. Like the whole, like the whole quote unquote controversy of the movie. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know how many yeah. movies portray fucking violence and like yeah. they don't get shit on? Like just the fact that this movie had a bunch of fucking clown incels on the internet. Like those dudes can go fucking jerk off on Reddit. You know what I mean? Like so many movies with violence don't have like, oh, don't watch this movie because they fucking kill people. It's like, uh, okay, Thanos killed a bunch of people. Are we don't don't watch Endgame? Yeah. They're like. I, like every superhero movie has somebody killing somebody. You know what I mean? This movie got, sh- you know, course, like, yeah. and again, I don't going back to the train scene. He follows the dude out and murders him. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. I think him defending himself in the train, not wrong. Yeah. You know, he did what he had to do to stop. Totally. If someone keeps yeah. kicking you in the head, you're going to die. Yeah. So he did what he had to do. Following him out of the train, killing somebody. That's wrong. But it's yeah. a movie. Yeah, totally. He's becoming a supervillain. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did for the film to make him be a bad guy. Yeah. Name name a superhero movie where the villain doesn't murder somebody. Yeah. You can't. Or at least I mean you somebody. might be able to, but I would be surprised. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it has. I I I would be hard pressed to like agree with that. Yeah, I would. I I, I uh, agree with both of your guys' sentiment, and I think the 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 big miscalculation of this movie, um, at least in terms of all that chatter that was happening beforehand, yeah. is that this movie, and this is part of one of my big problems with the screenplay, is that it's it's a movie that thinks it's about something or a bunch of things when it's really about nothing at all. Like I took, I, t- yeah. I it, it's so Which thematic- a Joker movie. It's I'm fine so with. thematically hollow. It's ridiculous. It's it's sad, you know what I mean? Because it wants to be about all these things, but it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's just it presents a lot of ideas that are really interesting that it never follows through on. And mm-hmm. by the time you get to the end, to that moment of Joker on the car, and it's like, okay, you know, and you have that you have that line where Arthur's like, oh, what do you believe in or whatever? Are you political? You know, right. and he's like, I'm not. I, basically, I don't believe in anything. Is like yeah, what his yeah. response is, and I think that more than anything like was the theme of the movie but it doesn't really work for me you know what i mean yeah so i found that to be really interesting um especially concerning uh like you were saying like the ending and this sort of like for lack of a better word like class warfare that happens in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah i mean to go back to your point blaine the character has mental illness yeah yeah, and he feels powerless and he kills a bunch of people but i don't think that's to say that like anybody who feels powerless like it's not like a reason for other powerless people to go out and fucking yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. It didn't murder. feel like a call to action. Like right. Oh no, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, I completely agree. No, 100%. I can, I can still see that it could be a possibility for someone who is that mentally ill to interpret it that way. But totally. like you said, no different than any other. Absolutely. Oh, and I, yeah. I think part of the reason again, film or video game or anything. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why it doesn't feel like a call to action is because it really isn't about anything. You know what I mean? It's very surface level in that respect, at least for me. Um, so, so yeah, I found general rage against the machine without like a, uh, <laughs> seriously, man, like specific it's purpose. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. At least, at least rage had like, um, like an, uh, not even an agenda is a bad word, but they had like a, I'm just saying as, as a euphemism. Yeah. No, no, no. Of course. A, but, um, raging against the actual machine. Yeah, actual no, machine. totally. Like a Coca-Cola um, machine. Yeah. I got, <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, this, as much as I like this movie, I think, Again, if if Joaquin wasn't in this movie, this would probably be like several notches below what it is. In my Just opinion. imagine Jared Leto's face in every oh, single dude. scene. This movie would be like oh, a zero, zero out of five yes, for me. Well, I didn't necessarily love his performance as much as you guys did. Definitely better than Jared Leto, and I'm yeah. much happier than that. I think it is better than... I'm going to say it, you guys. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. No, I think Joaquin's performance was better than Heath Ledger's performance. I agree with that. I think that's a little bit more of a detailed discussion than just being about the performances because... Hey, we're I think, only at an hour and 13 I, minutes. I think Joaquin... He's is, had a better script to work with. I think Joaquin is good more as an individual performer. Heath had a better script to work with. He had better actors surrounding him, a better director surrounding him. I would say really technically, technically the only thing about this movie that's superior to The Dark Knight is the cinematography. The cinematography is, is outstanding in this mm-hmm. movie. And especially considering, like, the, I would, uh, I'm not sure I would say this movie's better than The Dark Knight. 
No, I'm ab- saying no, I the think, Dark Knight's a better I think movie. Joaquin's performance is better than Heath Ledger's. I know, but I also I also think Heath Ledger's got better stuff to work with, and he's in a better movie with a better director. I don't think we've seen enough of Joaquin as the Joker to make a fair comparison, personally. I haven't seen the Dark Knight Absolutely. in a pretty long time. Does does Heath Ledger do a Joker laugh? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He does. He does it yeah. in the, in the I think in the, in the police scene when he's inside the jail cell. Mm, okay. he, that's how he gets the attention of it's, the guards. He's like just laughing to yeah. himself. And then I there's also clapping. the, the oh, handy, the too. handy cam scene too, where he's doing the video and he's got the guy tied up and he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's laughing. yeah, okay. I I just think I I very much enjoyed the part of this movie where the laugh was something he couldn't control. Oh, it was, it's incredible. As opposed to the Joker just laughing for fun. Totally. I thought it was it made it kind of more scary Absolutely. that he could not control 100%. it. 100%. And that's a Joaquinism right there. Like without yeah. Joaquin, you don't have that element of yeah. it. And I think the laugh in that respect, I agree. The laugh is far superior than, even though I like Ledger's laugh, like um, I think there's um, a lot more depth and nuance to uh, Joaquin's laugh. Oh, 100%. And I think that going back to what Lauren was saying about how we don't get to see him enough as the Joker, mm-hmm. I think that is the real the, the, where you'll see the real differences because there were subtleties in Heath's performance like that were more comical yeah, yeah. that were like purposefully comical like the, I'm thinking about the scene where he's playing the nurse and he's setting off the bombs yeah. and that last bomb doesn't yeah. go off and he's sitting there and he's playing Damn with the, yeah. the fucking thing you know and yeah. then it finally goes off he's like oh and he like you know kind of dashes off and it's like yeah. things yeah. like that I'm not sure how Joaquin would, would handle those more mm-hmm. like comedic moments well that's yeah. why I'm pretty subscribed to the idea that He's Joaquin's not the Joker. Right. He's just a Joker because I think Hector Navarro uh, on Twitter was saying that like he had a big problem with Joaquin as a Joker because the Joker is supposed to be making evil acts and evil choices on purpose, and mm-hmm. Joaquin was just like a like a victim who yeah. lashed out because he's mentally he's like ill. Less of an anarchist than like, right, more of and a, like the Joker is supposed to be dude. just fucking pure evil. And I think maybe that's why maybe Joaquin's not the Joker, but he's inspired someone else to become right, I that. Like this, I like this idea. Yeah. yeah, and it makes sense with like the age difference between him and and uh, Bruce. And Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, the Joker is a criminal mastermind. So even if he was sixty when Bruce was thirty, he doesn't necessarily have to go hand to hand with Batman to be the Joker. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the Joker was never a physical match for Batman. He no, was God, always no. a, he was always an intellectual match. Yeah. It's yeah. Like so. right. he could be that much older than Bruce and still be the Joker, but I'm not sure that he is. If he was, I'd be fine with it. It's just I think it toes the line. Yeah. When when there was no chance for a sequel, I was like, okay, well we could just speculate for days. But I think we should end this talking about how Joaquin has now said that he's been talking to Todd Phillips about what they could do. He said he said I can't stop thinking about this character. Interesting. I didn't know that he said that in particular. Yeah. I did hear the chatter about you know Joaquin saying he'd be open he'd be to open doing to it, another yeah. one. He had originally said this is it. There is no sequel. Todd Phillips even said there's no chance. For me, what and this is kind of crazy and 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 I think this would be the most interesting idea is just get a new set of filmmakers and just tell another Joker origin story that plays differently. It's like the Killing Joke where you have multiple choice in terms of like the origins. You know what I mean? I like. The idea of having a completely different, like a very black label singular take, but with a different filmmaker, a different style, and you and you tell a, another Joker origin story. You know what I mean? Think about something like this, though, where like 
we keep Joaquin, right? Say it's 10 years later in Gotham. Mm-hmm. The riots have never really stopped. It's the Gotham that we know. It's a shithole. It's crime-ridden, right? Say someone breaks Joaquin out of prison, right? And say it's someone in the rogues gallery, right? Say it's mm-hmm. like fucking, I don't know, Poison Ivy and Bane, right? Poison Ivy uses Bane to break him out of jail. She's like, oh my God, I've heard so much fucking about you, blah, 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 right? Maybe it's 20 years later, right? Mm-hmm. Joaquin's a little older. Bruce would be, what would you say? Bruce was like 10. Yeah. Yeah, so 20 years later, Bruce is 30, right? Like, I would fucking dig that. I think. Could we just get the killing joke? We, yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be I would, interesting. I would love to see Joaquin tackle that. I just want to see, and like I, I cannot believe I'm admitting this. Like this is like a DC movie that I'm like fucking. I want more. Yeah, it's a very strange feeling. I want to see Joaquin against a Batman. You, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was super on board with the idea that this was a one shot black label film. We're never going to see more of this, right? But seeing Joaquin's Joker, I'm like. And I know I've said multiple times throughout this podcast that maybe he's not the Joker, but he inspires a Joker. Mm-hmm. But if he turns out to be the Joker, I would love to see him against a Batman. I don't I don't know. Really? I just don't think there's an interesting way to like to to continue Arthur's story in a in a compelling way. It doesn't have to be Arthur's story. It's the Joker now. I'd be fine if it, I would be prefer if it's someone else, you know, besides that same character that Joaquin's playing. It's it's Joaquin, but he's no longer Arthur Fleck. So it's he basically is, a continuation yeah. the, of what this the film Joker. is doing. What, what do you think? What would I you mean, like to see? My thing with that idea of so, like someone breaking him out in particular is why? Because he, well, yeah, he did some terrible stuff. He killed someone on television. Even with him, like, quote unquote, sparking the riots. I don't know that that would necessarily be enough for someone in the rogues gallery to break him out and be like, oh my God, you're a legend. I think there would, oh, I think he would. I think if the city went into an abysmal 20-year disarray, no one would forget the day that it happened. You know what I mean? Like, this is what started the age of the villains, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, the day that the riots started, the shooting of Robert De Niro, the, like, the the day the villains won, I I don't think that would ever leave anybody's mind. Yeah, in real life, maybe, but yeah, in a superhero know. movie, like I, it wasn't ever about a villain thing. It's it's a class thing. So the people who are rioting, well, in this movie, yeah, 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 yeah. in this movie, it's a class. And thing. Maybe it's not. But down the line, when yeah. the riots don't stop, it becomes a villain thing, and everybody remembers. This it day, right? It doesn't necessarily have ridden. to be a rogue. It can just be a group of these people who have, who are part of this right. riot or a part of this movement mm-hmm. or whatever. Or fuck, in in this movie, they cut social services, so he doesn't have a psychiatrist anymore. It could literally just be like ten, fifteen years later, they don't have the fucking personnel to 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 protect Arkham anymore, and he just By fucking the way, leaves. He just walks. He kills. Out. He kills all the psychiatrists. Yeah. So. Yeah. he killed one already. I mean, speaking of speaking of ambiguity, did you guys take that the bloody footprints meant that he killed oh, the yeah. psychiatrist? Oh, yeah. yeah, he murdered the shit out of her. Yeah, okay, that's was my take as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I I would be intrigued to see more of Joaquin as the Joker, um, because like I said, I don't think we got enough of him to really judge that aspect. Yeah, because uh, most of the movie he was Arthur. So I would be open to seeing him strictly as the Joker because just that part where he comes to the camera 
at the end. Yeah. That I was like, oh, here it is. And then the movie was over and I was like, yeah, all this right. This is well. what I was looking for. <laughs> when does Matt Reeves' Batman come out? 2021. Okay. May or June. So there's June. no physical way another Joker movie can come out before that. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, this movie, this movie t- went into production a little uh, over a year ago. So feasibly they could pump out another one if they right. wanted to. So say Robert Pattinson gets just fucking praise out the ass for Matt Reeves' Batman. What are the odds that they tie it in? If they're going to make a Joker 2... 100 to 1. Wow, really? You think that that slim? Yeah, I, th- I think I th- Matt Reeves wants to do his own thing. I don't think... I mean, it's not up to him. <laughs> I mean, in a certain respect, it is. Like, he's enough of an auteur, and he's done enough good stuff with the Apes movies to be able to have his pull his own weight in Hollywood. What were you going to say, Blake? If oh, it was any other studio than Warner Brothers, I would agree with you. But I've seen them step in way too many times. That's yeah. true. And from prominent names. If That's Matt true. Reeves' Batman does good, and they love this movie, and they want to do a Joker 2, they're going to fucking shove them together. My, my problem, I was going to say, is that they... And I think this is kind of the, a, a point that Lauren was getting to earlier, that I don't think they made this Joker intellectual enough to tackle Batman. Like he's too like he doesn't have the brain power, like to yeah. to do long term and... planning to have this scheme to like yep. actually stop somebody. Yep. Like yeah, if he inspires someone else, we get a different Joker. That that then that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But with this version of the Joker with Arthur Fleck, like he's he doesn't have the capacity. I feel to become an intellectual challenger to Batman. Yeah, totally. Could they reference the movie? Absolutely. You know, in some way or another, put a couple Easter eggs, you know, in in the Batman maybe. What if they just show him planning for twenty years? He's in. He's in. But what is the he asylum? For? What's the? He's in the asylum, right? He sees on TV this Batman stopping villains, right? And he just fucking plans because he's fucking crazy, right? And like the anarchy of things just like working because there is no plan could totally be a foil to Batman, who's so straight laced by the books, right? Having a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's so all over the place, I could see easily being like a weird foil to... I just think they would have to set that up better, but they could do it for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they haven't set it up. Right, but I, I think that's the point, I guess. But I, don't yeah. think it, but I don't think it's not something that they couldn't set up. Sure, They sure, could, sure. but I just think the way the movie leaves it is not really, again, not really like sequel material, the, 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 the place in which the film ends. You know what I mean? It's, it's meant to be very singular in that respect. I mean, so there's like a lot said, of movies we did need sequels totally, for, but we they got could, them anyway. They could do it, but it's not necessarily like... I don't know if they, it's going to be done in, in an organic way. Oh, I, yeah. I disagree. I Seeing the ending, I was like, oh, okay. So they did leave this open in case they wanted to do a sequel. You know, that that um, that's true. I didn't, I didn't think about in, in terms of like... I mean, we were joking about what if he just literally fucking kills everybody and yeah. he just kills everybody at Arkham and gets out. I was thinking, you know, 10 years later or whatever, but if you took off, if you, you could very well like take off a little bit closer to the events of this movie right, and yeah, it yeah. might make a little more sense. I only said 20, so yeah, Bruce no, could that's be older. Mindset I was yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it I could be 15. That could, that could work, Batman but... doesn't have to be 30. Batman could be 21. Yeah, no, I'm talking in you know terms I mean? of just a straight Joker yeah, yeah. sequel, though. I mean, like, what if that scene where he's running around at the end, what if he murders that orderly and then just the next and the next and the next and just fucking kills everybody? Like, there's no reason he can't just... 
I mean, if they've already set up that they're short staffed, what he's got to kill like <laughs> twenty people. Yeah, seems pretty doable. He can recruit the other psychotic people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's too hard to just murder everybody at Arkham. And then he'll create... That's almost turn. every Batman video game we've ever had. Yeah, that's true. I think Revolve. Batman is based upon the fact that nobody can stay inside Arkham. Like, yeah. The entire Batman universe is like, well, I'm going to put him in Arkham. Why? They don't stay there. They're just going to yeah. break out again. How many times are you going to put him in there? Clearly, they're not staffed to keep people there. <laughs> so I think within uh, the Batman lore, that is a... I can't believe I haven't thought about that before. That's a perfect place for the Joker to be because he's going to get out. Of course. No one can stay. Has anybody ever stayed in Arkham? No. Dude, what I actually, now that I think about it, what I would love to see is, dude, all right, this is this would be my shit right here. All right, Do a sequel to Joker. Yep. Have it be a serious house on serious earth where he draws, has to draw Batman into... Into Arkham? Into okay. Arkham, and it cool all takes place in Arkham. Yeah. I would be down for that. I'd be down with that. That would, that would, that would make it worth it for me. Again, and that's, and that's kind of, he plans. He's, you know what I mean? He's in Arkham for 10, 15 years. This yeah. is his home. Yeah. He knows this place. He makes a plan. That'd be chill. And Batman that. has to come into him. I'd be, you know I'd I mean? be super down for that. I uh, see. I think it's, I think it's doable. I yeah, would rather absolutely. if they do a Joker two. I would rather it be versus Batman than just another solo Joker movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. He didn't really have. There was okay. I mean, I guess he was the bad guy in the movie, but he didn't have like an antagonist. No. I guess Robert De Niro was the antagonist, but he was only in well, like two really. scenes. He, yeah. he, like his mental illness was right. Yeah, I would love really himself. <laughs> if there's if there's another Joker movie, I need there to be a an antagonist. Physical, yeah. I need there to be another Which bad the next, yeah. person. They could do a whole him. like rise to power film without Batman and do it pretty well. Because like yeah he's like yeah. he became the Joker but he's not the Joker yet. right if we're gonna keep him as the Joker let's see that transition from mental patient to crime lord let's see okay him. we don't let's need Batman for that necessarily no yeah. I think Batman You're would right. come at the end of the film right yeah it's I like okay then anything, the next the Joker one would spurn right. Batman okay yeah. yeah yeah not the other way I around. agree with that yeah he takes over Arkham at the end like Batman like swoops down and or you're something like, oh, yeah shit. or it's like yeah like oh they they he, they, they well, hear about a each from other Twilight. Yeah. a singular movie that's somehow turned into a trilogy <laughs> hey if i i've i've gone from hating every dc movie to hoping that there's a joker trilogy so <laughs> better hope I think that that's leaps. my one of my biggest problems with it is that it is supposed it it was made as a standalone movie as far as we know as far as everything we've heard about it was made as as a standalone movie and for me it's not strong enough is there ever does anybody ever actually believe that a superhero movie is going to be a standalone movie they said this and I was like alright I don't believe you and then Todd Phillips was like we're not doing it and I was like mm, for the most you? part it and is then, a standalone movie though but not even a week after he made comments about there being no chance he was like uh, there may be a chance and I was like yeah. ah, that's what I thought well yeah like, he saw it's how not much a fucking money surprise. the movie made and he was like oh that's hey I want yeah. another big paycheck yeah He'll just make the Hangover too. They will make. They again. will make a sequel to literally anything mm-hmm. if it makes enough money. Especially, I don't know DC. that it's necessarily a surprise that that's a possibility no. now. But I don't. I truly don't believe they made this movie intending there to be a sequel. No, absolutely not. I think Warner Brothers and DC was like, "This is going to make a bunch of money. We want to make more." Once of they them. saw people, maybe Todd Phillips didn't think so, but yeah. you Warner Brothers was like, "We're going to fucking Especially make." Especially when the movie Phillips just wants all the positive press he can get right now, so he's yeah. like, "Yeah, we're totally making a Joker sequel. <laughs> Everyone like me again." Yeah. Oh my god! Seriously, I don't even want to get into Todd Phillips's comments on all this no, shit. We're yeah. not. 
going to talk about one, that. One more quick thing he's an idiot. that we haven't discussed. What do you guys think about the stairway scene? Because that, for me, was perhaps like the most egregious scene in the movie in terms of a i didn't think the music choice worked but b uh the guy who sings that song i fucking love that really the guy who sings that song is a convicted pedophile so it just felt very in bad taste um considering the the i just didn't like how the cops found him so easily all the time oh yeah (laughs) hey you (laughs) there's like oh hey look at this guy dancing on the the, the street i mean that's probably because it's maybe perhaps a not a figment of his exaggeration exactly what's going on i agree i didn't feel like that song worked i i i I would to be honest what they did i think if we start in the trailer i would have preferred that nitpicking every song ever used in any movie we're gonna start finding a lot of songs i just think it felt very jarring to me it didn't like the rest of the music throughout the film worked for me that didn't Exactly. And the part of the reason it doesn't work, it well, because it doesn't work, it got me to question why the fuck would you use this thing? Yeah, that's fair. This this song that that doesn't necessarily make context it makes sense in the context of the movie, but you it know, it kind of fit all of like the dance movies. It's was. also in really really fucking bad taste considering what the what the movie's about. So, or what the movie's trying to be about. Yeah. So, um yeah, the scene I just, right that, before that, that was just, probably one of my favorites in the movie though. Which one? When he kills oh, the fellow oh. clown guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that scene that's a is great shocking. And then he and lets incredible. the midget go, and while he goes he past him, he's on like, the forehead. Well, no, as no, he walks by, he's oh, like, don't ah. Look, don't look. Dude. He, like, lunges at him. He's like, ah. Ah, I'm just kidding. Like, I yeah. thought that shit was hilarious. That was and then when he came over the door, I was like, oh, this is too much. This is too funny, dude. <laughs> this, is co- this is so good. Classic I wish Todd we Phillips. had sprinklings of that humor more throughout the beginning of the film. I think it would have worked better Absolutely for me. At, like to to see the where we were going and to tie it in better. Yeah, I would also help you relate a little bit better to Arthur too. Yeah, I'm glad he let the guy go. Yeah, part of me thought he was gonna like let him think he was safe and then fucking murder him too. Totally, yeah. that's but he what, let him go and I was like, and, oh, that's and nice. I love the I love the little moment where he's like, you're the only one that was ever nice to me. Like yeah. that's a, yeah. a pretty decent moment, like character moment, you know. Um, and yeah, so I really, I really enjoyed that scene. That, that scene was scene really felt, good. That scene more than any, more than any of 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 the you know the quote unquote uh, like action scenes in this movie. The violence not, scenes, the violent scenes, whatever you yeah. want to call it, uh, felt mo- the most like um, like Taxi Driver. That that felt extremely reminiscent. Yeah, of that, that, that might of that, that might be my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I will say in terms of the comedy, I really like the moment when he punches the the clock out box. Yeah. Oh, Should yeah. I clock yeah. out or whatever. And Should I punch out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Punch out. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. If there's, is there any other? I don't know if there's much I else to. Found a quote that I think kind of sums up my thoughts on this movie. Sure. Go ahead. Um, it's from Jay Robinson, one of the creators of the Joker, and he said they've given many origins of the Joker, how he came to be. That doesn't seem to matter. Just how he is now. I never intended to give him a reason for his appearance. We discussed that, and Bill and I never wanted to change it at that time. I thought, and he agreed, that it takes away some of the essential mystery. And I think that is that really sums up to me is like we didn't need this movie. Okay. And yeah, no, I agree. His origin now just takes away like from that mystery and from the twistedness of the Joker 
that's true i it's funny i didn't think about it that way but it's it's also the yeah i mean i don't disagree with that because it's also like there's really no reason to like humanize the joker at the end of the day which is really what an origin sport st- story is supposed to do is to get you to care for that character and I although i simp i'm not not sympathize but um but what did i say earlier uh i understand you know where his frustrations and where his yeah everything all this stuff is coming from at the same time it's like you don't really necessarily like at the end of this movie. I don't feel bad for him. I from you know? the beginning thought that we did need this movie. Who the fuck needed this movie? Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking asked for this movie. Yeah. And here I am sitting <laughs> on this couch, saying how much I fucking like this movie. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I still don't think the movie was necessary. I you know. But what? I think it was done well enough to. Uh, if we needed an origin story for the Joker, it's either, and we've talked, again, we're just repeating ourselves, it's either this is his origin story or he he is the origin story for another Joker. You know what I mean? I think it was just, I think it was well done. If we needed an origin story for the Joker, I thought it was done well. My problem with it is we have this origin story for this person that we don't know, this villain that we don't know yet. Oh, but that's, but that's the point. I don't know. It's the I potential. That's the Joker. I would have liked to have at least seen pieces of where he gets to and how bad and crazy he gets at the beginning and then go back into this film. So you're saying have a little tease at the beginning mm-hmm. of him in full Joker form, so mm-hmm. to speak. That could have been interesting, but I don't think that's really a problem for me. Um, you mean like more in like the editing of the movie or like new scenes where he, like... Like show Either some of the later scenes before. From, yeah, even if it's just glimpses, clips, like out of context, flashes. Like huh. I think if it flashed maybe a bit between Joker and back into the origin story because, mm-hmm. you know, he's all he's a bit disjointed and stuff. Yeah. I think it would have for me, it would have uh, heightened it and made it more suspenseful and that's interesting terrifying. because that's basically what Nolan does in in, the, in Batman Begins, and so maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't utilize that because oh, you see, know I they didn't want to. Oh, so. You need to see it. Uh, maybe that's part of the re- reason why they. Yeah, you don't that, really but. have to see it. <laughs> yeah, you do. Man, I still I still think the Dark Knight is the only really good movie of that trilogy. It's the best Batman movie. What the fuck? Batman Begins or Dark Knight? Batman Begins. I mean, it's got oh, it's got it's got Liam Neeson's in it. Actually, no, that's not true. It's my favorite Batman movie. That's what I thought. The Dark Knight is better, but dude, Batman Begins is way better than people give it credit for. It's the reason I don't like Rises. There's not enough Batman in it. Dude, what are you talking about? Batman Begins is like all Batman. No, it's him fucking training in the dojo and shit. It's all Bruce Wayne and Batman. Dude, there's there's more Batman in Batman Begins than there is in The Dark Knight. No. Yeah. Maybe more than The Dark Knight Rises, but not more than The Dark Knight. Uh, he's not really in too many scenes in in costume. Maybe like, I would say seven or eight in The Dark Knight. Well, Most yeah, of them are what do scenes. I know? I hate DC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Batman is a supporting character in, in, in his own movie in The Dark Knight, so... He is not even in The Dark Knight Rises for more than like five minutes. Seriously. <laughs> Fucking hate that movie. Me too. Thank you. It's, it's like, pff, man, that was a bad year for like Iron Man 3 <laughs> I, sucked. I, yeah. Iron Man 3 was the following year. Um, but still, I enjoy The Dark Knight Rises for what it is. A bad movie? 
No, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a decent you enjoy movie. Enjoy it for a bad. Movie. I don't think it's anywhere near as up to the level of the first two movies. It's by far the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like that, like worst is in in relative to what you know what I mean. Well, like it's trilogy. By, by far the worst against two like really awesome. Well, one really awesome superhero movie and a one masterpiece. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he took that in the opposite direction. Is the masterpiece the Dark Knight? No, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't tell with I you. I was going to say two masterpieces, but like nope. I think that's a little that's bit of a song. Yeah, nope. Hey, dude, the, the Batman right. Begins is the movie that started. Like, with you, you would never get The Dark Knight without Batman Begins. Of oh, course. well, yeah, because it was the first movie, obviously. Yeah, and, but tonally, that was the first movie that was like really dark and gritty. Like, that movie started that trend. I, yeah, no, I'm not saying it didn't start that trend. No. I just don't think it's as good. Yeah. Um, all right, it doesn't matter. Do you want to see a Joker 2, Taylor? No. Blaine? Yes. Lauren? Mm, undecided. I'm going to say yes. I, I just want to add one one final thought here. Yeah. Um, I think going back to what we were saying earlier, I think that something this film does really well um, and kind of is why I think we the things we like about it and the things we don't like about it, it's going back to what Scorsese was saying about cinema and what I was saying earlier about how this film kind of toes that line between a superhero film in something that's a little higher art than that. Yeah. And what do we expect from a high art film? Well, we expect the humanization of a villain. We expect these deeper themes. But then what do we expect from a superhero movie? Right. We expect these fights. We expect something with these these flash like you're saying this idea of a flashback to see like the future mm-hmm. Joker, the more like Joker Joker. It's like, but that's that's a superhero movie. And maybe that's not the movie they're they're going for. And I think that right. this is in this weird gray area between what do we expect from this film? Do we expect a really great film or do we expect a superhero film? Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of somewhere point. in between there. And so there's going to be pieces on either side that you appreciate and don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. I, I think this is part of why I was disappointed in it. I've seen so many of my friends call this a masterpiece of a film, period. Meh. No. No. Okay. Don't agree? No. Okay. no it's good. I would say it's, it's not a masterpiece. The, I would say Joaquin's performance is masterful. Um, I, the, the movie, movie no way. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Movie, no way. Okay. One, one, one more question. One yeah. actual last question: sure. <laughs> Is Joaquin the best actor of all time, Taylor? It's hard to say of all time. Just the, say yes or no. The best working actor today, bar none, absolutely one hundred percent of Blaine. all time. No, just because it's a hard argument to make. I know Blaine's answer. I mean, yes, Lauren. No, I'm gonna say yes. I, I just like he's, he is the best actor of our generation Absolutely. is he the best actor of all time that's yeah. that's an impossible and, thing and to say. Uh, yeah but he's given some of the most compelling performances I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. yeah the master is is such an incredible performance man I love him so much yeah. in that movie. He's not insane. to mention every other good movie he's been in yeah. alright thank you everybody for listening to this episode of pop pop the pop culture podcast we will be back Fucking at some point. Who knows? Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me writing for superherohype.com as well as mandatory.com. You can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. And uh, you can, uh, I guess, find me at those places. I don't know if there's anything else I can no. remember. Blaine, yeah. can people find you on the internet? I'm a ghost. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use, use this moment for a little shameless self-promotion. Um, Do it. I'm, what it's I'm in this uh, cool band. We're called Lady Contenders. Uh, we have an you, who, e- EP who, coming who, out. Who gave you that name? Um, well, it was Mr. Joel Reeves. Oh, if, okay. if you listen to the EP, there's a little message from our friend Joel Reeves. I've co- heard it. Talking about uh, about the uh, the creation of the name, yeah. Lady Contenders. Um, so that'll be out uh, later this week on uh, the band camps and the SoundClouds. So awesome. check out Lady Contenders. 
Hell yeah. Lauren, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram. Beautiful. And as you know, I am the LA nerd. You can find me at I'm the LA nerd on Instagram, Twitter, and yes, even YouTube. I did a spoiler Joker review myself. It is about uh, 10 times shorter than this if you want to listen to that. Uh, <laughs> I've also done a Birds of Trey. God, I did it again! <laughs> I did it again! Birds a Birds of Prey trailer reaction video, an El Camino trailer reaction video, and such. I will be doing more. Uh, it's like a skateboard move. Yeah, Birds, Birds of, of Trey flip. Trey flip. <laughs> uh, oh just God. please follow me on the internet. Later, nerds. <laughs> Oh, Bye. also, let us know what you guys think about Joker. We want to hear from you. Oh, yeah. It's always out there. <laughs> Does the audience really matter? Whoa! <laughs> Savage. Do we really matter to the audience is the more appropriate question because we're not getting question. any fucking... Well, I guess Cameron Rose sent us a question. Thanks oh, again, we got Cameron, a, for we that. We actually got a new That's review on, on iTunes as oh, well. Oh, we did? We did, yeah. Oh, we are, thank you. We Whoever are wrote that, 100% I'm percent five star on iTunes. Nice. nice. I'm going to go check that it's out. Only, thank it's, you. it's only 12 reviews, but... Who's the new review from? I don't you know? know. Okay. They, well, said they, they said they went to high school with one of us, but I... It's probably you. They did not say who. Interesting. Yeah, Ooh, it was very weird. Mystery. We'll have to figure out. We'll anyway, have to solve this one. Why don't you guys go be in the uh, be the thirteenth review on iTunes? That would be great. Sweet, All right, best it. number. Later, nerds. Bye.